2: Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com.
0: Okay, I want to uh, speak to two guests who've been on this program on the border closure issue with me on several occasions over the last year. They are the mayors of Niagara Falls, Ontario, and uh, Niagara Falls, New York. Mayor Jim Diodati of Niagara Falls, Ontario. Mayor, how are you, sir? I'm well. Thanks for having me on the show today, Roy. Yeah, it's good to have you back. Mayor Restaino, good to have you back.
1: Good to be here, Roy. Hello to you. Hello to Mayor Jim. Hello, Mayor Restaino. Nice to hear your voice.
0: So, Mayor Restaino, how are you feeling now that the border is going to be open on November the 8th? And what's it mean to your community?
1: Well, it's great news, obviously, you know, that we've been talking about this for quite some several months. Um... And I think in the run-up to this conversation with um, Mayor Diodati and I, I think you hit the nail on the head. Right now, there are some wrinkles that still need to be ironed out. I hope that they can get ironed out rather rapidly. Um, uh, I know myself, and I'm I'm sure Mayor Diodati joins me, the uh, passage across the border, the land border, should be very easy. If you're vaccinated, fully vaccinated, thank you, have a good day. More than that just seems to me to be crazy. That being said, can't wait to have... We have the holiday season coming up, so we know that it will provide additional um, opportunities uh, for uh, family, friends, tourists to come in and enjoy um, our retailers, our restaurants, so we're excited about
0: it. Mayor Diodati, what has the cost been to Niagara Falls, to the border being closed, and how important has it proven to be for the border to be open to Americans to come back In the last, well, it's been a number of weeks now. It's been longer than a number of weeks since Canada opened the border to Americans.
2: Well, it's been devastating. You know, a lot of people don't understand. In a border town, we see it, myself and Robert see this as one big city divided by a border. And we've got family, friends, favorite places to eat, to shop at, absolutely divided. And for almost two years inaccessible and if you can imagine wherever anyone any of your listeners are living right now half your city being cut off to you for the next two years it's been very frustrating it's been very devastating and in terms of tourism 50 percent of our revenue comes from American visitation so even with Ontario staycations it does not make up for what we lost and here in Niagara Falls 40,000 people count on tourism to put food on the table and, and I'll tell you, this extra layer of testing for fully vaccinated people, it's unnecessary, it's an albatross around tourism's neck. And, and I know firsthand, because I've spoken with so many people that said, you know, for, and, and, and you know, Roy, approximately half the population of North America is within a day's drive of Niagara Falls. So most people come here by car, they drive here, and they plan out their trip and they do their budget. And when you tell them it could be another thousand dollars across the border, they just cross us off the list. They said, that's too expensive. And if they're fully vaccinated, they don't understand it's counterintuitive. Why are you making us get tested? If the vaccines work, and the only excuse we hear is, well, you can still carry it. Well, if you're carrying it to fellow vaccinated people, we're just frustrated because we've been hammered for the last two years. We're trying to recover, and there's so many layers of bureaucracy, and and we're just stri- we're struggling to understand. And as Mayor Ristano calls them, wrinkles that need to be ironed out. And I'm hoping we're going to get leadership from our federal ministers to say, "Come on!" I mean, we've got 87 percent of Canadians have one shot. Eighty. 80- have two shots. Our numbers are extremely low. Let's come up with some common-sense solutions so that we can be respectful of the situation but not over-encumber the tourism industry.
0: Mayor daddy, when you mention this, when you raise this with federal officials, and I agree with you 100% that this additional layer, and they talk about being concerned that you may be in a part of the United States where vaccination rates are low so you could get infected and you have to Test negative before you come home. It sounds like it's it's it just sounds like a, a not fully developed thought through plan. It's like somebody jumped from A to, to Z or Z in Mayor restano's case without any intermediate stops. When do you talk to them? What do they say to you about this? you
2: know, they always say, well, and I know what it is. Their concern is they don't want to be the one. If someone gets infected is always kind of the attitude. And I said, well, you know, you can drive your car and you could hit someone. We don't ban cars. There's got to be a, a reasonable semblance of precaution. But yeah. then you go to the other point where the downside is, is huge. And in this case, tourism's not coming back. Families are saying this is just an encumbrance. It's too expensive. And it's also another layer. And, and myself this past summer, Roy, I went to Boston. I went to Cape Cod to watch my nephew who plays ball for the University of Alabama. He was playing in the summer league, and we went down. and I experienced firsthand what yet yeah, the hoops you need to jump through. Because I was traveling with my father and an older cousin, and I got to tell you something: you got to be really organized, really prepared, and really want to go bad. Because we're trying to attract people here, and in this case, it detracts them from coming here. So we're frustrated. I mean, we're grateful. Don't get me wrong; I'm grateful that I can again travel. Now we're asking our Canadian government, be reasonable with what your
1: expectations are at the border.
0: Mayor Stena, what's the vaccination rate in uh, in Western New York, in your part of Western New York?
1: In our part of Western New York, the uh, rate of those who are fully vaccinated is just under 60%. Um, those with one vaccine, um, I think is topping out at just close to 70. So we, but over here, we've been incentivizing things like Uh, Hockey, professional hockey and professional uh, football games. You can't go unless you're vaccinated. And so, um, again, as Mayor Diodotti and I have said over and over again, um, if that's the drill, if the drill is to incentivize vaccines, then it's crazy to put all of these other obstacles in the way. Mayor Diodotti hit all the points with family and friends. And really, the fact that this is one city um, between Niagara Falls, New York and Niagara Falls, Ontario, and, you know, the, the the tourism market is getting uh, much more competitive. And every single time, we've lost now two seasons. Every single time, yeah. some other silly restriction in place. As the mayor said, they just check us off the list.
0: You know, it's interesting you say that because I live very close to uh, to the border. And uh, I know your two communities very well. I've spent a lot of time in, in both of them, and I like them both. And my thinking was... When I heard that the border was going to open on November the 8th, I thought, well, it's great. Head on over for, you know, for lunch or dinner and, and just reacquaint myself with the with the folks in, in the region. And then I heard, oh, but then you have to be vaccinated. Well, hold on a second. If I leave in the afternoon, I want to go for dinner. Where do I go for a test at 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock at night? Or do I go before dinner? And now how do I get the results? When do I get the results? It really throws an obstacle. Like it's saying we're going to open the border, but we're not going to open the border.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's that's the truth of it. The borders. open, And and as as Mayor Diodati said, you know, we're very grateful that the 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 thought process is to, to, to reopen. But now I think we have to get more practical. And I and I agree with you, Roy, that it's almost like this wasn't it's one thing to announce. But let's have all the plans in place to make sure that we're not making this even more of a burden. Because then, obviously, as you're doing your calculus while you're traveling, as as Mayor Diodati said, you're trying to make sure if you're not well organized, if you don't have it all figured out, you're going to get frustrated and just turn around.
0: Yeah. Mayor Diodati, uh, how concerned are you? About this regulation, I know it's, it's for Americans coming in or Canadians coming back home, but how concerned are you about the regulations that have been in place and the ones that are in place now and how they may affect your community heading toward what no doubt is one of the busiest seasons of the year for any, uh, any community. And that's Christmas time.
2: Well, it's, you know, anecdotally, we've already had the border open to Americans, and we have not had a resurgence of visitation. And when we were kids, when I was growing up, my brothers and my sister and I, we'd always count license plates and see from which states and which provinces and how far away. And if you'd seen Alaska one or New Mexico or wherever, well, that game you don't play anymore. All you see is a handful of New York plates. And I mean a handful, nothing anywhere near what it used to be because they're optical not to come. And people are going to say, well, just go to the Finger Lakes. Even with the advantage of the exchange rate, they're still not coming it, because it's frustrating. And especially if people say, I'm fully vaccinated, why are you doing this? And I can tell you, talking to Canadians who are itching to get to their favorite hotspots for shopping or visiting, or a lot of us like myself, or are big Buffalo Bills fans, we're dying to get to a game. A lot of us are season ticket holders. But people have said, it's so coming back, I'm going to have to get tested. And I might have to stay overnight waiting for test results. And I know of people whose test results were delayed for whatever reason, and they wouldn't let them back into the border. So it's a very, very frustrating, unpredictable, uh, unhealthy way of opening the border. I think we can be so much more efficient. Eliminate the red tape. Let's come up with a streamlined process that's respectful of everybody's health, but also respectful of everybody's time. And I think right now, the current situation, it's a little more of a reaction than a proaction. We need to be planned out. We know the dates, we know what's required. Why can't we just have a nice business approach to a critical path on how people can expeditiously cross that border? And, and our goal is always to make it smooth and efficient, and it seems we're doing the exact opposite right now.
0: So I can only say this, and I won't expect you to comment on what I'm going to say, but I've said forever, you can't outthink those who aren't thinking.